Welcome to another episode. I'm Sabrina Lynn, and this is Rewilding. I want to kick off just by saying thank you. <laughs> it's going on almost nine years of rewilding now, and I'm just crazy grateful. I think it's this time of the year. I think it's some of the things that are developing in rewilding. Here's a sneaky little preview. We're doing a retreat, an in-person retreat in Ibiza this year. Yeah, November 2023, first weekend, mark your calendar. Uh, We don't have it out yet. I'm still just kind of in the cauldron with it, really feeling uh, what wants to come through on that land at that time. Uh, For the theme, I have a sense of it. It's kind of a little bit around priestessing, uh, shining your light in the world, which weirdly, now that I think about this, uh, I wasn't planning on talking about this event at all in this intro. I always love being surprised by what comes through. Um, But weirdly, this shining your light piece is very much linked to today's theme, today's topic in this podcast. And it's this really coming into this alignment with who you truly are, what it is that lights you up, um, that you came here to do, that brings you this fulfillment, this bliss, this peace, um, true north. And it's, you know, some of the like, pitfalls around it, some of the traps, some of the ways that we get confused or take a left when we could have taken a right and it may have shortcutted some things or, you know, like how to listen deeper to the the destiny breadcrumb trail, you know, how to listen deeper to that wise self. We do a really cool wise, <laughs> wise elder self practice in this conversation. I also give you a fun truth challenge. Yeah. Um, so it's a really, I don't know, wild combination of practice of, I don't know, hopefully some just energetic transmission that awakens something in you or opens an insight or an aha moment, maybe a truth bomb or two. Uh, maybe it's even something that triggers you into something that you didn't see before. Uh, my hope, though, is that it just serves so, 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 so deeply um, and um, takes you closer to your true north. You know, that's what it's all about. Um, yeah, I think that's it for me. would love to hang out with you in the Facebook group. We'll put a link in the description below. Also, if you want to watch this on video or on YouTube, and I'm always hanging out in the comments over there, those are the two public places that I hang out the most in. So if, I don't know, if you ever want to jam with me in those places, the deepest way to jam with me is in monthly circle. Uh, that's our rewilding circle that happens on the first of every month. And I talk about the the upcoming theme, and I talk a little bit about that circle um, later on in this conversation. So if that's something that interests you, we could be live together in circle. Uh, But uh, I just want you to get so much out of this episode and would love to hear from you, see you in whatever way uh, feels truest for you, whatever way serves. All right, so much love to you. Have an awesome time with this episode. Let's have a big, beautiful conversation about true north, your true north, how to access your true north, signs that you're tapping into your true north. Maybe a good thing to share at this point is what is your true north? It's authentic self. It's deep, true self being expressed out into your life, right? It's the embodiment and the expression of true self through you, outside of you, creating the life that is legit aligned with your highest expression, your soul, right? Like that truer part of you, that part of you here. This is the way to feel into this. This is a really good way to feel into this. That part of you that once aligned with it, you feel fulfillment. You feel peace. You feel bliss. You will say things like, this is what I was born for. This is what I was made for. This is what I'm wired for. This is the life that I was built for. I was just made to do this, right? 
But there's a lot of little tricky things to this. There's a lot of little unconscious blocks to this path, to this really opening up to your highest potentials, right? Your highest, highest potentials. And this goes way fucking beyond. This conversation goes way beyond logic, way beyond ration. I want to weave in some really powerful, we could say um, more like shamanic practices, practices that will tap you into the unseen, into the unseen practices that tap you into destiny, destined path, practices that tap you into deep wisdom that you came into this world with, right? Like the Dharma, the Dharma that is you also practices, if we're going to talk Dharma, we got to talk the other end of the spectrum, right? That's karma. (laughs) So if Dharma is destiny, is North Node, we've got to talk karma, which is also destiny, but it's South Node, right? It's where we've come from. It's the karmic goo that we brought into this life with us. Some of it depending on, you know, the kind of inner work that you've done, depending on the kind of path that you're on, some of it you've maybe revealed. Some of it you've, you've maybe <laughs> loosened the karmic knots. You've maybe worked through the karma. You've, and, and, and this is wild. And this is wild. We feel into this. This is like truth bomb number one. In working through the karma, you automatically open up more of your dharma, right? In working through south node, you automatically open up more of north node. They are on the same line. If you think about astrology, they're on the exact same line. They are the nodes of the moon. They are directly opposite of each other. Always, 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 always. North node points to where you're headed to. South node shows where you've come from. All right. Let's just take a quick pause. Um, I want to share with you that my aim in this is to give you for sure some mind food for sure some things that you can reflect on. But my aim is also to like activate something in you or awaken something in you or maybe trigger something in you, spark something in you. And my aim is to do with a lot of love, like a lot of love, hopefully a little bit of humor, (laughs) a little bit of silliness, a little bit of goofiness. Um, But my aim is really to point to something that, you know, maybe isn't, pointed to for us a lot is to, you know, kind of shine a light on an area of you that, you know, maybe there aren't a lot of places shining a light on that area. And let me feel for a moment. This is kind of it. If I'm going to give you the visual that I see in my mind when I feel into this in shining this light on this territory that light isn't often being shined on, it illuminates your north node it illuminates that destiny path it illuminates and it my aim is that hopefully this conversation helps to propel you along that true north because my sense is that the more you're in your true north it's the more that you're giving your gift out to the world the more evolved you are the more in alignment that you are and the more that you are giving your gift and the more evolved that you are that is the more love that you are able to express out into the world right and to give your unique gift out in the world that is to me something i'm just here for right that is part of what my true north is that is part of what I was built for, right? It is part of what what brings me bliss and joy and aliveness and I and the fulfillment. Um, and so beyond that, beyond my personal reasons for this, because it's just what I'm here to do and it's the thing that lights me the fuck up, which I want for you to find the thing that lights you the fuck up, right? Like that's what this conversation is about. And it's what's in the way of finding the things that light you the fuck up. And that's a big part of this conversation, right? We, we, <laughs> it's like, there's kind of two ways of looking at it. One is I just had a conversation with a woman who I'm working with very intimately um, in a training program. And it's about, she's like, I feel like I'm stepping further into my true north though. Like I feel like, I'm, I'm, I'm getting more and more in alignment with my highest potentials, with my authentic self. Like, I feel like it. It's, I'm starting to come more alive. I'm starting to feel this, like, bliss and joy and passion and purpose. And then these are the words. 
but it feels like the dark has gotten louder. It feels like all of the old karmic stuff that wants to keep me back has gotten louder, right? And so just feel like the two are so intimately intertwined. Oftentimes when the dark gets louder, feel for this, this might be truth bomb for you. When the dark gets louder, we go, oh fuck, I've maybe taken a wrong turn and we quit, right? But really what's happening is the dark is getting louder or the wounds or the trauma or the world around you just seems to be fucking conspiring, right? To like, but there's this like feeling of like, but I thought, but there's something here. Like, I feel like this is giving me aliveness and bliss and joy, right? Like, I feel like I'm on purpose. Why is the world seemingly conspiring against me? Why are the dark forces getting so fucking loud, right? Part of it is because they're on the same line and you go further up that true north line, this stuff has to be released. Like the heavy density in the karmic backpack has to be let go of. We have to work through it, release the karma, release what that's unconsciously creating. What it's unconsciously creating so that once we drop that heavy weight, we can shoot forward more, right? So back to this original thought of it's kind of twofold. We can take a step forward and then oftentimes we're going to have to look back and go like, ah, this stuff's coming up. Okay, let me, let me like release. Let me do some work. Let me shine a light on this. Let me love this. Sometimes it's just coming into acceptance. Sometimes it's loving the shit out of it, whatever. We'll talk about tangible practices um, further on in the video, probably towards the end, because I think we got to build this whole thing out before we really give tangible practices that you can work with. But there will be practices scattered throughout, right? This is how this is how we roll over here at Rewilding. Um, so the other side of the coin is we can look at south node karmic stuff first, right? And and it'll flip flop. You know, if you do this work long enough, you dive into this, it'll flip flop. Which one's leading the way? Is it Dharma leading the way to bring up the karma to be flushed out, or is it karma leading the way? Triggered by mom inner child wounding, right? Which is ancestral epigenetic absorbed conditioning way down the ancestral line that you're totally unconscious of karma, right? That's part of your karma. We'll talk about the three things that make up your karma too. We'll talk about kind of these three things that are sitting in the South Node. We'll also talk about the wisdom and the soul gifts that come. It's that golden shadow is sometimes how it can be referred to. Uh, so yeah, we got a lot to cover in this conversation, but sometimes it'll be the karma that's leading the way. And in the karma leading the way, we do some, you know, healing on that ancestral line. And again, we'll talk tangible practices later on. We'll use some healing on that ancestral line. And your dharma opens, right? So sometimes dharma is leading the way. You're following your bliss, Joseph Campbell. Following your bliss, follow your bliss, follow your joy. You're like, wow, this is an alignment, this is an alignment, this is an alignment. Holy buckets, there's some blocks coming up. Oh my word, I don't think I'm good enough. Here's a truth bomb, feel into this. This is a good doorway in. I don't think I'm good enough. I don't think it's time for me. If I do this, it's gonna kill me. I'm gonna lose my family. Uh, there's a ton of stuff that can be signs and symptoms of this. We'll maybe go into that in a little bit too, just to have like a whole, I don't know, checklist of things to feel into. Um, okay, so that's that's the karma dharma. Which one's leading the way? They're both on the same axis point. Um, both are extraordinarily, there isn't one way that's better that I, that in my opinion, and from what I've observed working in this territory for, I don't know, 15 years now, um, and f facilitating, so not just for myself, um, but facilitating this type of work for a good long time. Um, but um, <sighs> here's what's kind of coming next. It's like when we start working in this, on this line and with our true north, it's like leaning into a little bit of the, like the, the mystical territory of destiny. It's helpful 
to lean into the mystical territory. What really helps is poetry and art help us to tap into the soul. This is not a logic. This is not a ration. This is not a reasonable journey. It can maybe like those quizzes on soul purpose, right? I, I, I remember seeing, this is nothing against Dr. Demartini. I think some of his work is really beautiful, but I remember seeing like, he had this like quiz on what is your, um, sole purpose you know what is your purpose in this life and there was like this quiz and i remember doing it when i was like 20 and i was like oh my god this is so fucking insightful and then i found shadow work and then i found the shamanic way of accessing the deeper parts of myself and then i realized that actually there's a soul fucking journey not just the ego journey and typically when i'm thinking about something i'm tapping into my ego journey i'm tapping much into a much more surface level purpose which is okay, it can point to soul purpose, right? But feel for that, that might also be a truth bomb. You're like, oh shit balls, <laughs> I've only really ever done the quizzes. The quizzes and the mind stuff can help to point to the deeper stuff, but it will never get you to the deeper stuff. You legit have to access deep heart, deep seat of the soul in the body. You have to access the soul. You don't have to access it through these access points. This is just one route in. There's many routes into accessing deep soul truth, many different kinds of journeys. Um, but think about this for a second. Feel into this. How many people do you know that you feel are soul aligned? They are living their soul's purpose. How many people? I mean, let's be real about this. One of the greatest things that we can do for ourselves on this journey of true north and really coming into our truest, most authentic expression of self in this life, which leads to our happiest, most fulfilling, most joyful fucking life, which who doesn't want that, right? Who the fuck doesn't want that, right? One of the greatest things that we can do is be in such integrity with ourselves, such integrity with ourselves. Like my relationship sucks. It does not feel good. I am not my full self. I cannot be myself. I cannot be true in my relationship, right? Part of this journey requires ferocious honesty with ourselves. Fucking ferocious honesty. What's rubbing us wrong? Where are we not being true? Where are we not expressing ourselves, right? Like, and it, it starts now and it starts today and it starts with the mundane shit in your life. It's that simple. That's one super simple, very mundane. You want tangible practices? Here's a great tangible practice. Write a list of all the things that rub you the wrong way. All the things that rub you the wrong way. All the things where you feel like you can't be your true self. This feels like it's hampering me for my true self. And then dive deeper into it, dive deeper into it. Make sure you're not bullshitting yourself because you might be bullshitting yourself, right? That's how tricky this territory is. But that's at least a good doorway in. What is rubbing, what is preventing me from shining my light? And then is that true? Is that true? If that is true, what's my action step so that that stops preventing me? And don't just assume it's runaway. Don't just assume it's cut ties, it's runaway, it's release it because that could be your karma, <laughs> right? And when you work through the karma of that shitty relationship, it opens up your dharma. You work through the karma of that shitty relationship that's triggering and you don't feel like you can shine your light and you're not, you're not feeling like you can be whole self in it, right? Oh, this is definitely preventing me from being my soulful self, right? Okay, cool. Let me dive into it. From a deep, wise, 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 wise place within. Don't let your inner child be making these choices, right? Don't, don't let your adolescent, like little girl or little boy be making these choices. You want the wise elder in you making these choices. So anytime that you're asking yourself these deep reflective questions, you want to tap into the part of you that is like Gandalf, right? You're like Yoda. You got you to gotta feel into like wise medicine woman, wise medicine man, wise medicine person. You tap into that and it's like the all-seeing, all-knowing, wise part of self. Is this serving even though it's painful? And if the answer is yes, it is serving from deep, wise place. Don't bullshit yourself. It's not like little heart, little ego. I don't want to lose this. If I lose this, then I won't have money and then I won't feel safe. Right? Uh -uh. It has to be from that deep, wise place. And 
you know, if there's something I can share back on this integrity and truth with ourselves is tapping into that aspect of, we all have it. We all have it. We just mostly haven't been taught to go there. We don't practice it. So it's just practice, just practice, practice writing from it, practice speaking from it, practice talking to yourself from it in the mirror, practice walking. If you're like, I don't know, communication isn't really my thing. That's okay. Maybe you're super body-based. Practice walking in your wise, all-knowing, all-seeing self, right? That wise, all-knowing, all-seeing self, that is your soul. (laughs) But it's a lot easier when we say wise, all-knowing, all-seeing, like elder self. Let me tap into that and let me move my body through the world from that place. Let me make love to my lover from that place. Let me have a conversation with my best friend who I've just hit a rough patch with from that place. Let me make career decisions from this place. That's a super simple, super tangible practice and we can develop a deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper relationship with that part of self but you got to kind of put the time in right like even if you did five minutes every day two minutes every day while brushing your teeth my toothbrush has a little two minute timer on it right runs for two minutes two minutes and i'm just like i'm fucking brushing my teeth as a goddamn medicine woman whoosh right i am fucking aligned i am all knowing i am all seeing and i'm gonna move around the bathroom with my toothbrush in my mouth for two minutes and so when i start to move feel for this this might be something that's helpful for you this is an embodiment practice this is a somatic practice right this is really deep 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 in the body when i start to feel myself moving around the bathroom from this wise self it's from it's from this place which i call lower seat of the soul it can be called many other things it can be called dantian in some traditions um, many other things i won't go into all the different names but i like calling it the lower wisdom center lower wisdom center or lower seat of the soul <laughs> and i move from that place, right? I move from that place. I make decisions from that place. But a great practice is just walking around your bathroom, brushing your teeth. Like I'm gonna move through the world from wise self. All right, that was a little tangent, um, but I think a very relevant and simple and beautiful practice for everything, (laughs) everything in your life, (laughs) but definitely everything to do with North Node. Um, Okay, so we talked about this being honest with self, this being in integrity with self. Let me give you another practice that's around integrity and being honest with self. (laughs) What if you did? This is in um, actually Martha Beck's book, The Way of Integrity. I did an interview with her. If you don't want to read the book, just go check out the interview. We'll put links up here and um, you'll find links down below for that interview. Uh, It's really beautiful. She reveals something awesome at the end that I did not see coming. And she's like, I never spoke about this in any interviews and it's not in the book. So if you want to check that out, um, make sure you stay tuned toward the end for the the big, the big reveal. Uh, She was really beautiful to be with. And um, this something along these lines, I can't remember. I mean, I read the book so long ago. But you can just adopt this and make it, you know, what fits for you. But if you were to do like a a truth cleanse, (laughs) I know we're all like into, you know, food cleanses, caffeine cleanses, you know, whatever sort of detoxes. But what if you were to do like a truth cleanse where you literally gave yourself a day, like a day and you can't lie. You can't lie to yourself and you can just start with yourself. Um, and or you could do I can't lie to myself you could do a week you could do a month you could do a year a year I promise you you do that well you have no choice but to align with your true north I mean you have no choice because it is signpost if you deepen into from why self what is my truth here right so that first practice one deepen into why self what is my truth here what is my truth here what is true what is the truest truth that i can get to in this moment right and you do not you do not lie to yourself at all you do not lie to yourself you do not lie to yourself about feelings you do not lie to yourself about thoughts you do not lie to yourself about what you want you do not lie to yourself about what's making you uncomfortable in your environment you do not lie to yourself about when you feel like a boundary has been crossed you do not lie to yourself you do not say you're happy when you're actually really fucking angry you do not put on a smiley face when you need to fucking cry there's so much wisdom here our bodies are constantly giving us feedback they're constantly but we have been taught most of us i know i was i was so taught to override all that stuff (laughs) 
I was completely taught to bury any emotion that wasn't smiling and happy, that wasn't keeping the peace, right? I was like, oh, oh. if you're angry, go to your bedroom. I mean, how, how many of us have had that, that and, and feeling into what that's done to our systems? We've literally been taught to override our inner wisdom. And so for some of us, it's just peeling back, peeling back the override, how we override our thoughts. Also, in our society, we've literally been trained to to always go to positive thinking. I mean, how many books are out there in self-development type stuff where it's like, just focus on the positive, focus on the positive, focus on the positive, focus on the positive. Focus. What about the gems and the juice that are not in the positive, right? Like we are gonna miss the karma because we refuse to go into the karma, the stuff that doesn't feel good. We refuse to see it. So it literally is puppeteering you around. Your karma, all of our karmas, my karma, is puppeteering me around. The stuff that I haven't seen, the stuff that I haven't like integrated, the stuff that I haven't come into, I haven't loved or brought consciousness to, it's probably the best way of saying that, right? I haven't brought consciousness to and gotten like good with, right? Like once you get good with it, there's no, there, there, it can't puppeteer you around because you can now see it, right? But anything that we're glossing over that we don't want to see and how much of it because the stuff that's in our karma, I will tell you what, most of that shit doesn't feel good. It doesn't, it doesn't feel good at first. It feels wildly liberating and full of fucking wisdom and full of guidance. You want your intuition and you want your guidance online and you want like, wow, how do I follow the breadcrumb trail, the soul breadcrumb trail, Sabrina? How do I tap into my body wisdom? How do I, you know, how do I heal all this pain that I like carry around in my body? <laughs> Stop avoiding it. Stop pretending like it ain't there. Right? Give yourself the safe space and the time and the love and the holding and the practices that you need to go there, right? Otherwise, we're just carrying that shit around unconsciously in our backpack and it's literally puppeteering us. To me, this is why I feel so many of us live limited lives, you know? We live limited lives and we live in this like constant state of wanting something we feel like we can't have. Feel into that, that might be a truth bomb. If you're living in a, in a state of wanting something that you feel like you can't have, there's, there, there's something to do here on this North Node, South Node line. There's something to do here with karma and dharma, right? Because it doesn't feel like that. It doesn't feel, it doesn't feel like that, right? The more and more that we come into alignment, like for sure, like part of it is it, it keeps showing up like that because it keeps moving us along the line. It's like, this is what your soul now wants to experience and express. And this is what your soul now wants to experience and express. And then now that you've done that, that opens the door to this. And now this is what your soul wants to experience and express. But once you start living in this, there is zero like pain around it because you just get into this groove and you know what it feels like, right? To to live it, express it, and then, okay, cool. My soul got that experience. It got to do that thing. It totally fulfilled me. It totally lit me up. For example, there was a mystery school that was created at the beginning of this year, right? It was Dragon Mystery School. It was on Mystical Union. It was on the path of the alchemist, right? Opened up all kinds of mysteries around alchemy and how to really step into that power of alchemy within ourselves. Also, who cares? Anyways, um, in that, before that, right, there's this rub I feel of like, ooh, there's something more, right? There's something more. There's something more. What is it? Then there's the karma, right? So there's this rub. There's the, the dharma. Like I'm looking at, ooh, I feel something. I feel something. There's something calling me toward it feel into that. I'm sharing this with you so you can feel into this for yourself. There's something calling me toward it, right? It's like a moth to a flame. <laughs> That's a good analogy. That's a good way to feel it. It's just like you're kind of magnetized towards something, right? And that's how it was feeling to me is like, wow, I'm just being called toward this. Like I can feel it. And then there's the flip side. There's the karma required to release, to heal, to accept, to shine a light on, to be made conscious. 
the I had to work through the karma in order to create this mystery school and bring through these alchemist mysteries, dragon mysteries, mystical union mysteries. The two go hand in hand, but in it, so here's the other wild part, in it, when you're living from this place and you live from this place and it just becomes your new like norm, it just becomes your new norm, it's how you move through life. You fucking move through life this fucking align. And it's not just for me, it's not like, oh my God, Sabrina, like just you. What the fuck? I was on a path to be a doctor. I was a chemist and a microbiologist, right? I completely ignored my feminine side, completely shut that down. I had zip, right? I was so fucking far from who I am today, right? I did not live in accordance to my dharma. I was living in accordance to what society thought was good for me. Right, what my ego thought would make me money, would make me accepted. I was total people pleaser and just wanted to be accepted, loved. It was more like I wanted everyone around me to be happy because I was so fucking empathic that I didn't want anyone to feel bad because then I have to feel bad, like probably worse than they feel. So there was an ulterior motive to that one. Right? It was people pleasing so that I don't feel super shitty because I'll feel your shitty more than you'll feel your own shitty, right? But. What I'm trying to share here with you is there is this fucking way of living on this line that you like, yeah, you're constantly evolving and things are constantly opening up and new gifts. Like I opened up to stuff when I was facilitating that mystery school. I had no idea I knew that. I had no idea I could tap into that. I had no idea that I could give those transmissions or those activations. No fucking idea, right? No idea. But that's part of the... <laughs> this unseen realm, it's soul speak. You will literally watch miraculous stuff unfold in you. You will literally watch wisdom awaken in you that you didn't know you had. Because it's on this destiny line. It's in your dharma karma, right? There's wisdom held in the karma. So there's part of this, I'm facilitating this mystery school and there's a part of it that I'm like, wow. This is so known to me. So this is another, let's kind of segue into another little, I don't know, experiential exploration. And we'll segue over into like, what does South Node feel like? What does North Node feel like? Because we can get tricked into following South Node, which is the past. It's staying comfortable. It's staying in the known. We can get tricked into thinking. This is, I see this all the time. We can get tricked into thinking that that is our true north when actually that's just our comfort zone. It's what's known. And what our true north is, is the unknown. Remember that. Signpost this. Your true north is something you have not experienced. It's something you have not expressed. It is what you're working toward. It is what you're moving toward. It's constantly expanding. And it doesn't feel like a known territory. It doesn't feel like, um, <laughs> it, I'm just going to throw some different words out. We will all experience this very differently. So do not, please do not hold this <laughs> as like the word, right? It's not. So you got to feel for you, of course, and everything, but it often doesn't feel like safety. It doesn't feel safe it oftentimes feels the opposite of safe because you're expanding into something new. Expanding into something new is the unknown for you. Even if it's not the unknown for the world or the unknown for another person, it's the unknown for your soul. So it's unknown for you and it may feel like, oh my God, this feels so fucking scary. Or uh, I don't feel worthy, right? Remember, the further we move along that line, the... I'm just going to call them dark forces, right? We've already had this conversation. They're not evil. They're not wicked, right? They're like the South Node holds you back, keep you down. It's the shadow stuff. It's the karma stuff. Like the dark forces will get louder and louder and louder. Um, okay, so let's give some more feels around the South Node, North Node territory. In the South Node is past lives. So here's those three things. Remember I said I was going to share three things like what's in the karma, Right, karma is that whole line, but what's in the south node? It's past lives, 
whether you believe in past lives or not, right? It's just kind of what you came into this life with. All the experiences, the woundings, the traumas, the fears, the locks, the blocks, as well as the wisdom and the gifts from past lives. We've all got it. We've all got it. Oftentimes those wisdom, that wisdom and those gifts are buried under the fear or the pain of a past life or trauma in a past life, right? Or they're just, you're just kind of on a mission to unlock them when you unlock them, when you awaken them, when you're ready to. When you've said yes to a certain part, like for me, back to this, ex- this conversation around mystery school, right? When I said yes through a shit ton of fear, like what the fuck? I have no idea what I'm doing. I don't know if I'm ready for this. I, I have no idea. You're expecting me to go into every one of these workshops from a blank fucking slate. I have zero book. I have zero anything. I have zero. What? This is awful. I can't believe you would make me do this. That's like my conversation. I know when I'm having that conversation, I am legit talking true north. I am talking true north territory. That's my marker for myself though. Might feel a little bit different for you, right? Um, it often feels uncomfortable and squirmy though. Like it feels expansive. It feels like, oh, I, I'm not sure that I am ready for that or I'm the right person for that. <laughs> Did I really sign up for this, right? It's like, it feels like the fine print in your soul contract. Like, yeah, I'm not sure I agree to that one. Yeah, I don't think I did. It's always how it feels for me. (laughs) But again, those are my markers. So starting to learn what it feels like for you. And the more you do it, right, the more markers you'll have. So it just kind of becomes a way of life, right? And you get excited for all of the different parts. You get excited for when you're in a lull, right? And you just completed a dharma karma, right? And then there's the next one. So you get excited for the lull. You're like, whew, break. This is great. I I am feeling so good. I feel fulfilled. I feel totally on purpose. I feel like everything is right in the world. And then you get like the next little ping bliss call like, ooh, ooh, what's that? Oh, that feels kind of good. Or you get the next little push from below, right? Like you get triggered by some crazy shit and you're like, oh my God, suddenly my family life has blown up and it's your karma bubbling up something for you to let go of, to release, right? And then you get excited about all of it. You get excited for the triggers. You get excited for the bliss calls. You get excited for the moments of nothing, right? The void. Fucking love the void, man. Like if I had more peaceful, blissed out void periods where there's just nothing, like I got nothing right now. This is good. I don't think I signed up for one of those though. I think I signed up for like a rapid fire evolution. Like how fucking quick can I do this thing? (laughs) Um, Okay, that's a, let me feel back into where we're at on this journey and maybe a little bit more around what South Node, North Node feels like to give you some more tangible stuff to, to feel into. Okay, here's an example. I'll give you just this tangible example um, from my life because it, it, it's you might relate to it, um, but it might open up something for you. So that's why I share is just give you a tangible example. For me, past life territory. Oh, I was going to give you the three things. Let me give you this example, then I'll give you the three things. <laughs> for me, um, past life territory, it's very comfortable for me to dive into my spiritual world and live as a hermit. Like, I can't tell you how much I identify with two types of past lives. This is so crazy. Two types of past lives I identify with very, very strongly. One is a saint of some sort, nun, monk, whatever, right? Just I'm living in a hermitage, quiet hermit type life, and all I am doing is being with God. That's it. That is my whole life. It's very regimented. It's very routine. I don't have to think about feeding myself or what time I have to get up. It's all the things are already laid out for me. And all I do is I focus on God. I pray. I meditate. I'm just, I'm with God. That's it. It's a very private hermit life. In this life, that is like a comfort zone for me. But here's the thing. It doesn't bring me fulfillment or joy. It doesn't light me up. It doesn't light me up. It's not what's true in this life. But but think about this. All of that lifetimes of reading all the spiritual shit, being in all the spiritual traditions, right? All of that 
is probably why I can do what I do. It's, I know it's why I do what I do. It's because that wisdom has opened up, that gifts, this gnosis from a billion lifetimes of being in that territory has opened up in this life. But I'm not here <laughs> to not be with you in this way, right? This is the part that took me a long time to get comfortable with. Like, you want me to talk about spirituality public? I can't tell you how much hell I had to go through to get through that one, <laughs> right? To get through that one. And that was my karma. That was my karma. This is my true north. It is to be sharing it. It is to be in the world. It is to be in relationship, to be in community, right? To have a dog and a house and a business and a rewilding team and a family, right? It's to fucking be in this world with all of that knowledge from the past and to be sharing it, to be living it. That's what lights my soul up is this living it the sacred and the mundane like the mundane just drips with sacred it is not not in my team it is not not in my work it is not not in the bedroom the boardroom the relationship the family life the loving my little dog it's not not in it's in all of that can you like i hope you can kind of feel that right and i'm i'm hoping that this helps to inspire you or give you a haze or like fuck I've actually been thinking, because I thought for a long time that my south node, and we many people will say we come in as our south node. And we really, that's just what we live. We live our south node because it's what we know. It's our comfort zone. It's what we're comfortable with. And it's really the soul's journey. And it's a choice of taking the soul's journey in this life to walk the true north path to come into the things that genuinely will light us up and genuinely bring fulfillment and peace like complete fucking peace and you just really feel like fuck i live this life that is so good it is so aligned it is so me it is so fulfilling it is so light filled there's just joy in all of, i literally say to my team all of the time i cannot believe we get to do this together i say in my relationship i cannot believe this is this is how we live i cannot believe this is how we love i cannot believe this is this good i cannot believe how good this feels to me it's literally how i i fucking say that all the time i i just want that for you <laughs> <laughs> Hence why I show up, right? My North Node, you can look at your North Node in your chart. Um, I did a masterclass. It's totally free, right? Astrology masterclass. You can look down below. We'll put a link to it. It's a 90-minute thing. You can run your free birth chart, and you can look where your North and South Node are in your chart to tell you exactly how to run that stuff and then how to deepen into the research of, okay, if I have North Node in Virgo, which is what I have, what does that mean? If I have North Node in the ninth house, what does that mean? That's also what I have. <laughs> I'm so creative today. I'm just giving you mine. But for me, North Node and Virgo is a path of service. I'm here to serve, but it's earthy, right? Virgo and earth priestess. It's like earthy. It's priestessing like the high spiritual stuff into earthy, tangible, physical, fucking mundane. Like it doesn't get more, more mundane than Virgo, right? It, does, it just doesn't. Um, and the ninth house is the house of teaching. <laughs> um, so it's a really great, uh, gives you a lot of great clues. And if you haven't done it, I super strongly recommend it. Totally changed my life um, when I started to really work with these consciously. Um, and so that class, again, there's a link. Totally free. Totally free. Running your charts free. Um, figuring out how to do it is totally free. All totally free. Um, okay. So... Uh, I still haven't talked about the three things yet, have I? <laughs> All right, three things that are in the South Node are past lives. Again, you don't have to believe in past lives, but it's what you came in with. The good, the bad, and the ugly, right? The wisdom, the soul gifts, as well as the pains, the woundings, the fears, the, well, the last time I was a witch, I got burnt at the stake. I ain't doing that in this life, right? Comes with that, but then all the witch wisdom underneath that. All right, so past lives. And then also in there is genetics and epigenetics. So genetics, DNA, right? Family, like 
there's a lot encoded in our genetics. And then epigenetics, ancestral line. A lot comes through the ancestral line. That's also held in our South Node territory. It's part of your soul's journey. Your soul, I mean, as a mythical way of talking about this, it chose that family. It chose those two parents. It chose that DNA. It chose those ancestral lines. Chose it. This will be perfect for my Dhamma comma, right? Like, that's legit what it said. And you might be like, what the? <laughs> but the further along you walk this line, you will really go like, damn, couldn't be more perfect could not be more perfect. <laughs> um, okay, and then the third one, which this is fascinating work to me, and I love working in this territory. It's early, 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 early lifetime experiences, like conception to birth. Crazy powerful territory. That's part of your self-node. How you were conceived, it's part of your self-node. What that nine month or maybe you were a preemie, that's part of your soul's journey. If you were a C-section baby or you were born via natural birth, part of your soul's journey. If you were, uh, if your mom was given um, painkillers during it, part of your soul's journey. <laughs> All of that leaves imprints leaves imprints and so that's also part of what i would consider this south node territory this kind of more karmic territory which is a part of your dharma the two are totally interlinked so here's maybe what i kind of want to wrap things up on um, i know that i also did not tell you the other life that i very much identify with in the past i realized i skipped over that one and i'll share that it I'll sh uh, will I share that one? Blah, 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 blah. I will share that one. Um, just because it's kind of wild. I, I always love that it's sex and God for me. It's sex and God. Like, in my 20s. And you can maybe think about this, too. Like, there were things that I just kind of knew. It was like, why am I so drawn to sex and God? Like, what the fuck? How is it that I'm studying these two seemingly totally polar opposite things? Which I absolutely wasn't right not at all or in the slightest um, but those are my two past lives is a lot of stuff around like brothels right? I don't I don't know how many lives I was just prostitute I was madam I was like you watch those old western movies I never identify with the wife ever I legit always identify with either the prostitutes in the old Western movies or the madam who's running the brothel, right? <laughs> but to me, it's like temple space. It's sacred sexuality. And you can see, like, I also hold programs for sacred sexuality. It's not just on spirituality, but it's also on this part and those weaving and mystical union, right? Like that dragon mystery school was also part of mystical union. To me, that has a lot to do with our capacity to awaken both of those energies or to be with both of those energies in the world in a way that they combine sexuality, right? The way that they combine, the way that they unite, they alchemize and what gets created when they unite. If I didn't have all of that wisdom and gnosis from the past all of this like tantric inner knowing right i wouldn't be able to do what i do and that totally lights me up totally lights me up this is part of my true north right part of my true north um okay so this is a really good way of wrapping this up and giving you this kind of final power piece is feel into this the alchemy between your south node and your north node crazy powerful so finding ways to really work with the alchemy of it's not transcend ignore the south node it's that opens right that opens we reclaim the gifts we reclaim the wisdom we reclaim the soul gifts all of the stuff that opens and this opens what you're here to do in this life right and then there's this amazing alchemy between the two there's this amazing alchemy between the two and it's not one plus one equals two it's like one plus one equals a thousand right that's this true north line that's walking this destiny line that's working with karma and dharma um, <laughs> this is what we're gonna do on the first of august 
in Living Close to the Bone. That's the monthly membership. And I run um, an online live workshop, a two-hour workshop every first. Um, we also gather two more times during the month to just be together um, in lots of good juju and sacred space. But um, there's a theme, obviously, to every workshop every time I come and facilitate something um, for that amazing community uh, they legit blow me away so crazy soulful in there there's also a three-part series called nothing but soul so if you're sitting there going okay this sounds great Sabrina like I want to work this territory but I need more practices than like the five that you've given me here go and just journey like you're totally guided into that territory with the, I think it's five hours of bonus workshops and then stick around and make sure you're there for the August 1st workshop, which is live on Zoom. Yeah, we get to do it live. How good is that? That's, that's our good energetics in this crazy, beautiful current astrology. If you're watching this way later, whatever, Bones will probably still be going on because it's just the powerhouse of a group. Um, so maybe check in on the monthly theme and feel into if you're called to it. Um, but it's a really beautiful way to support True North. I mean, the whole thing was founded on living close to the bone, which to me is living close to True North. That's what it was called. You're living close to the bone. You're walking that razor's edge of fucking truth. True North, the whole fucking thing, every month, everything that we do in there is around coming into deeper and deeper and deeper alignment and realizing more and more and more and more of your True North. Right. Um, so we'll do this alchemy between the North Node and the South Node karma and Dharma on the first if you want to come along for the journey. It's 47 bucks. It's 47 bucks, right? Stick around for a month if you don't love it. That's cool. Totally get it. Um, but we'd love to be there with you if you are called to it. Okay, we'd love to hear from you all in the comments. If you haven't subscribed, that's a great way to not miss anything. Uh, I think you hit the bell button to get notifications, then you definitely won't miss anything. But I'm always there in the comments, especially the first couple days after a video goes out. Love hearing from you all. Um, let me know which part of this pissed you off the most. <laughs> like which part was just like, that grates on my nerves and maybe it grates in a good way maybe it's like a positive trigger and maybe it grates in a bad way I'm totally open i'm totally open to it but it's still just a good reflection um to go back and go like Ooh, and always like use the fuck it bucket if it grates on your nerves in a, in a bad way and you're like dude that is just not what's true for me chuck it in the fuck it bucket right take what really serves and it's so cool to chuck whatever in the fuck it bucket that you need to um but would love to hear whatever part like most kind of gotcha um whether it's in a you know like feeling like whoo that was shining a light on some shadow stuff uh good one or it was more of just like a know about that <laughs> all right i love you all so much i hope to see you in bones um, it would be beautiful to journey with you over there into this true north destiny line all right ah! i'll see you when i see you where i see you and how i see you Mwah.